Hey guys, it's me again, D. Williams, a.k.a. Daryl Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass. It's me again. Did you miss me? I know, I haven't done an episode in a little bit, but I'm still here. If you guys are subscribing, still amazing. If you're a new person that just suddenly found this podcast for some reason, awesome as well. It's been a long time since I've done an episode by myself, and I figured, why not? I have some time to kill. I can do it myself. I can do it. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, guys, maybe I will do some old sketches. Maybe I'll do some new sketches. Who knows what we'll bring in this episode except me, and it'll be me on the fly, most likely. So, before we... What the fuck... The computer just told me that they hate my comedy and that I should stop doing this podcast right now. And I say, computer, you need to fucking mind your P's and Q's and your zeros and ones and figure out how to make me better. Duh. Obviously, I'm helping you by making content. You're getting processing, computing time, you know, all that shit. What are you doing for me except recording this podcast and making me famous? Oh, yeah. Fame. Isn't that amazing? I would love to not really have fame, but be anonymous, but also not be anonymous. Okay, so before we get any further, let's roll that beautiful bean footage. guys thank you once again for tuning in to this week's episode i don't want to say this week's but this episode episode 90 i believe wow it's 90 episodes i've been doing this for a little over i want to say three years so 90 episodes over three years that's 30 episodes a year awesome guys I want to thank you again for tuning in, and I have a lot to show you this week. I have a, a, I figured I haven't shown you a lot of material lately. I have been trying to throw it in, give and take, through these last episodes with guests and whatnot, but I really haven't been able to show you, like, you know, a big set. So I want to go over this set, maybe a little, you know, in a few, about this uh, private party that I was at, and it was amazing, and it was a really cool set, really cool set, it's probably one of the longest sets I've ever done, I want to say it maybe clocks in at like give or take 20 minutes, and uh, I was going to play the pretty much the whole thing, anyway, it's going to be a teaser, it's also a cool, uh, yeah, it was a cool party, it was uh, thrown by my friend Jeremiah Pitts. Uh, he goes by a lot of different names on online, uh, but uh, I will say it was fun, very cool, very cool people that showed up. Um, there was like a fire thrower that was also there. Uh, he also like played some like music and some DJ stuff, and it was a interesting party. It was also a hollow a hollow <laughs> a Hollywood party. Where everybody was definitely like, 
way into veganism, way into like, you know, gender fluidity, uh, not smoking cigarettes. They weren't even into the vaping either. Like these guys were even so progressive that they didn't want to smoke any type of thing. Uh, and it was amazing. They like checked the door and it wasn't for like drugs or like guns or anything like that, even though none of these hippies had guns, but even if they did, they would let the have, they would let the, them bring the guns in, but they wouldn't let you bring in your cigarettes or your vape pens. And yeah, so very interesting nonetheless, but still fun. Awesome times. Jeremiah, you guys are always a mensch. You guys are amazing. Uh, you and your brother are very cool people. I met him back in college, and it was at the radio station days at KDHR Radio. KDHR Radio for the students at Cal State Dominguez Hills. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, no, but it was fun. Uh, met a lot of really cool people there. Uh, college. Haven't really done a lot of uh, college bits lately. I haven't even really thought about college. I guess it really wasn't that fun of a time. Not very funny. It would be kind of cool if I could go back and tell my like self, like when I was starting to do college, like, hey man, you need to just quit doing college and you need to just go straight into stand-up comedy. Like, let's pretend I went back in time and told my younger self this. What would it be? Whoa, I took a time machine and went back to my college days. Yay. Well, if I'm back in my college days, I better go tell myself not to be here anymore and start doing comedy instead. <laughs> yeah! That's what I'll do. I'll fucking tell myself to stop doing college right now. Hey, there's me now. Daryl! Daryl, buddy! Hey. Daryl! Hey, hey! Let me, let me okay. talk to you for a minute. Fine. Okay, okay. What do you want to tell me? So, how you like in school, man? It's okay, I guess. Man, you're funny. You're so funny. What? Really? Who said that? Let me tell you, man. You ever tried think about, like, stand-up comedy? What? No, never. I mean, all the time, yeah. Dude, you could totally do it. Like, what? I mean, you're hilarious. No, man. Who said that? Like, I... I guess I've had, like, a few jokes that have been, like, cool, but... Hey, man. Hey, hey. Hey, you see that girl over there named Lorraine? Yeah? She told me to tell you she thinks you're pretty funny and that you should do some stand-up at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance this Saturday. Really? Oh, yeah! All you have to do is go over there and hit her up for a spot. I don't know. I mean, I've thought about it, and I've also thought about... You know, knocking boots with Lorraine, and I don't mean actually, like, knocking her snow boots because it's, you know, pretty cold outside sometimes. How are you not a virgin? Just fucking do it. Fine, okay, okay, okay. Go, you fucking idiot. 
Hey, Lorraine. Yeah? I heard you're producing a stand-up thing with the... Yeah? At the Enchantment and her seat dance. I was just wondering if I could maybe get it five minutes really quick. So you're a stand-up? You know, it's, it's really cool. It's like, if you just, no, nah, if it's not my time, I understand, like, it's cool, like... I mean, I guess if you... Really? Yeah, that's fine. Like, you want me to, like... Yeah, you could do five. Five whole minutes? Yeah, just don't show up that drunk. That's awesome. I'll be there. Yeah. Thank you. That's awesome. And, and I like... Uh... Uh, I mean, you know, as a friend, You're like, not, I think we could be cool friends. Okay, not not yet friends, I'll but, I'll see you, you later. Know, thank you. I'll just walk away now. Thank you. Hey, D. Williams. <laughs> Fucking Darren, a dumbass, whatever your name is. Biff, what's going on? I thought I told you never come in here again. I just was in here, you know, hooking up the Wi-Fi thing, you know, maybe... I see you talking to Lorraine over there. You trying to get a spot on that comedy show? Yeah. Thought I told you never to do comedy around here. Never be doing comedy. I'm only the funniest comedian ever here. What'd I tell you? I'm not funny. That's right. So why don't you make this parody better or shut the fuck up? Hey, Biff. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey what's hey, going on? Who the fuck are you? How you doing? How you doing? Hey, hey. Wait, there's two of them? What's that over there? Huh? I don't know. What is it? Jesus! My hero. The power of love is a curious thing. Make a one-man wig, make a man of the man thing. That doesn't sound like Huey Lewis, but it's the lyrics nonetheless, guys. Hey, you're back. Wasn't that a great parody? Oh, my gosh. Awesome, but no joke. I wish, I, I wish, I wish, wish, I wish, I really did start comedy a little sooner. Um, but I will thank Eric Escobar for uh, telling me about uh, stand-up comedy and getting me on my first uh, booking ever uh, back when I was a college student. So I did technically start around college, I guess. Um, yeah, it was cool. It was uh, fun times. Um, yeah, but I guess let's get into the comedy itself. Again, guys, this was a set I did at a private party at Jeremiah's. And when we come back, we'll talk more about the bits. Yeah. Gal Williams. Woo! Yeah, All right. Yeah, Jeremiah did say that uh, I do have a uh, Sex in the City podcast. <laughs> Jealous, guys? I know you are big SATC fans, right? Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Yeah. Charlotte? Miranda? I'm going Miranda. Yeah, who wouldn't be? Hmm. <laughs> Strong, like, assertive type. Obviously, I'd love to be a Samantha. Who wouldn't, right? Ladies? Yes. You're not repping Samantha? Oh, man. Yes. Obviously, who wants to be carried? Lame. Um, I will say, uh, recently we were watching an episode, um, and in the episode, Charlotte, one of Carrie's BFFs, started taking depression pills for her vagina. Ladies, you ever had to take depression pills for your vagina? 
Obviously not. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, that's a weird thing. Like, men, we never have, a, have to worry about that, right? I've never had, like, a single day ever in my life that had, like, my penis be depressed. It's never been depressed. Even on my worst day, I can actually always look to my penis to, like, cheer me up and be like, Oh, you had a bad day? I know it will get you a little better. Oh, you had an amazing day that you want to remember for your whole life? I know it will make it better. I feel like um, penises are weird. They're weird. They're like Labradors, like dogs. They're always like ready, like, come on, come on, you want to play? You want to play? Okay, I'll just play with my balls. I feel like, um, yeah, a lot of uh, the other comics were talking about dating. Dating sucks. You guys ever gone on an online date and realized 15 minutes in you're just helping her move? <laughs> like, I, I mean, I was, uh, here's some red flags, guys. If a girl in her photo standing in front of a U-Haul. She didn't just get to L.A. She's getting the fuck out of L.A. and she needs your help. Like, also, a telltale sign is, is if she sh asks you to show up at 8 a.m. on a Saturday, she's not looking for brunch. Um, I will say, it's weird, too. Like, we're all liars. Like, you know, we always try to put, like, this impression out in front. You know, first date, it's always like, I'm looking for a guy with a sense of humor. And then by the third date, it's like, why is everything a joke to you? <laughs> <laughs> I want somebody spontaneous. Why did you go to Vegas with all your rent money? <laughs> I thought I would double up. Spontaneous. I just want to see like a girl on like a riding lawnmower. That's just honest. That just straight up says like, you know what? Like, not looking for a dude with a sense of humor. Not looking for spontaneity. Just looking for a dude that's going to agree that Brenda's a bitch in HR. <laughs> I'm stealing that. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, I will say, I was dating a girl for a while. Uh, we were probably together for about a year, and uh, it was it was cool at the beginning. Like you know, we didn't really, you know, it was automatically just bam, physical. First date, we we're already hooking up, and like by like the week two, she was already like whispering things into my ear, like "You're the best sex I've ever had," and then I would whisper into her ear. How many dudes are we talking about? Because if it's like two dudes, like your cousin and your like stepbrother, big whoop. Like I could beat out those dudes. But if it's like, you know, the two Jeremiah's in the back. You know what I'm talking about. I beat out those guys? God damn. Now that's a compliment. I feel like, though, um, we didn't really break up over, like, one big thing. It was a lot of little stuff. Like, the first little thing that I 
noticed that was like making me not want to like date her anymore was when I would wake up and roll over and see her sleeping still and be upset about it. <laughs> like, oh, you're still alive? God damn it. Today's gonna suck. <laughs> I feel like it got to the point where I'd like imagine like how she would die. Not like, like not murder her, like that's incriminating. But I'm talking about like what would be the coolest way to find out that she died? And I figured like if she died in a horrible blimp accident that would be the best because when the cops would say like, hello, your girlfriend has died in a horrible blimp accident, I get to tell them, you know what? She always said it was going to be a good year. Like, that would be the best, right? Oh, man. And he'd be like, that's Sad for your loss, but that's kind of funny. <laughs> um, I will say, uh, she didn't like that I smoked cigarettes. I didn't like that she only wanted to have sex with a sleep apnea mask on. <laughs> you know what? I mean, I will say it, it is a little sexy here, and they're going like, <laughs> You want to have sex? Like, yeah, I do, sexy Darth Vader. <laughs> She'd be like, we can only do it doggy style because the tube can only reach that far. <laughs> I like what you're going with. <laughs> you guys, um, I will say uh, when we did break up, she was like, hey, uh, I know it's awkward and all, but uh, could you just uh, unfriend all my friends on Facebook and Instagram? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. I didn't have the heart to tell her that I didn't follow him to begin with. Like, who's got to follow friends of friends that... No. I barely want to follow her. Let alone, like, people that I'm not having sex with. That I would want to. Ugh, that's just... Nope. Nope. Some of you guys might have noticed that I uh, walked up here looking like a storm... You know, like an imperial walker. It's a Star Wars reference. Um, I have gout, which is a sexy way of saying I'm gonna die soon. <laughs> um, no, they gout. I guess has been around since yeah the Dark Ages. Um, they used to call it the uh, disease of kings. I believe they should call it now the disease of Burger King. Because <laughs> yeah. It, it, it affects your body because anything that's like uric acid in your system just gets built up in your joints and it crystallizes and all the foods that you would think that are lovely and amazing are foods that will do this to you because I asked my doctor like how do I prevent this from happening and they're like just stop eating for fun <laughs> just eat when you have to make sure it's something that you hate tasting <laughs> and then you'll live for who knows maybe another couple of years I don't like it. it I do I found out too that I have uh, lactose intolerance as well I'm not going to do anything with that because I love farting <laughs> I mean that's like the best disease ever like oh man you mean if I'm going to eat like milk and cheese and all this good stuff like I'm going to now get to laugh every five minutes <laughs> awesome 
I um, I used to work at Disneyland as a Disneyland character. <laughs> yep. Eeyore, Pluto, Buzz Lightyear, yes. you know, all the A-Squad characters. Yes. Uh, but one time I was uh, in Geppetto. <laughs> like, wearing a costume. That, gross. It's gross. Anyway, no, I was in Geppetto, and if you guys don't know, he's the father of Pinocchio. And uh, I'm standing with the, you know, my boy hanging out, making memories, and this family comes up with their kids and everything, and then when the, we take the picture and they're about to leave, the mom goes, okay, say goodbye to Albert Einstein. <laughs> this woman thought that Walt Disney created Albert Einstein. Which is weird, right? Like, can you imagine if that was true? Like, as he's, like, making the atomic bomb, he's also making, like, a wooden boy that he could, like, someday hope that like a wishing star would grant it into life weird right off topic a little bit we're never making that movie in a live action remake right Pinocchio it's problematic as fuck like let's break down the game tape like it's a, a confirmed bachelor who makes a wooden boy creepy already <laughs> And then wishes on a shooting star for it to come to life. We're not doing that in 2019. We're not having a man, a grown man, wish for a little boy. No. Why didn't he wish for a woman? So he could make his own little boy. Like a man. No, he's like, I'm going to make this wooden thing that I was fucking into a real thing that I could fuck. Wait, I said too much. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. I mean, it's, it's German, you know. It's probably lost in translation a little bit. <laughs> but here's what's even weirder, is that, like, it gets grosser at Disneyland than you would imagine. Uh, one time, when I was on my first date in the park, as a character, I was in Eeyore, and I'm breaking down the fourth wall a little bit, so... As you're on stage, there's a guy that's doing the same costume that's taking a break. So they're called doubles. So while I'm taking a break, he's on stage and vice versa. So when you do the switch, the guy that was my double, he was in Eeyore, and the whole day he would high-five me and go, six times, bro, five times, bro. And I'd be like, what are we, like, what are we counting? Are these like wishes we're granting? These, like, memories we're making for little children to last forever. And he's like, no, that's the amount of times I jerked off in the costume. <laughs> and I was like, six times, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Like, guys, if you have a picture of you circa 2002, maybe, with Eeyore, he's very happy under that costume. <laughs> he's making his own magic. You guys, uh... Um, Andrew was talking about phrases I like certain phrases I don't like when it comes to dating People say like, oh shit, where you eat Whoever came up with that phrase Clearly has never had ice cream on a toilet <laughs> I personally like Rocky Road Because it makes me feel like it's literally coming right through me Like, where the marshmallows go? <laughs> My body's magic <laughs> 
I also, uh, when I first started doing comedy, they gave you that, like, I had friends give me that age-old phrase, oh, if you're nervous, like, just picture everybody in the audience naked. Because that's what you want. You want to be nervous with a boner in front of a bunch of people. That's what's going to make you not nervous. No. If anything, that's going to make me more nervous. I remember um, when I first started trying to do comedy, I would think about that premise. And then I was thinking about this whole joke about like, oh, and how about like say, I have a shitty memory because it's 2016. And you know, I'll ask a girl, hey, since I have a shitty memory or I have a shitty, uh, you know, imagination, can you tell me what kind of underwear you're wearing so I can like, you know, be not nervous? See, this was clearly a bit that did not go over well. <laughs> but when you're not, you've never done comedy before, you're like, this is going to be gold. This is going to be great. So, obviously, I have all this in my mind, and I go up on stage for the first time, and then I blank. And then instead of saying all that stuff that I said earlier, I just look at a girl and go, I can't remember. What kind of underwear are you wearing? <laughs> yeah. And then there was an audible voice in the back that said, oh my god. And the weird part was is that she said she wasn't wearing any underwear. Which made me just not do my, the rest of my set. I'm like, you know what? This is too much for me. She's not wearing underwear. I forgot what I was going to say. This is too much. Um, I will say... Speaking of underwear, I have a hot mom. Pretty hot, pretty hot. The thing that I hate most, though, is that people that I don't even know will tell me that she's hot, but not in like a tasteful, like, hey, your mom looks good for her age or something like that. It'll be like, man, your mom's got great tits. And I'm like, dude, just bag my groceries. I don't need the little, like, heads up. And I already know she's got great tits, right? <laughs> she just recently got married for the third time, too. And uh, it's weird because right out of the gate, like at the wedding, my new stepdad, Gary, <laughs> it went from, my, my mom has a pattern. I don't know what it is, but it went from Billy to Larry to Gary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's, she's a glutton for punishment. <laughs> like, how dorky can I get? Not dorky enough. Okay, so Gary at the wedding was like, how's it going, son? And I'm not going to call him dad, like, right there. I'm, I'm like, not bad, Gary. Because that's the thing. Like, I'm never going to call a guy, you know, dad, who's been in my mom less than I have. <laughs> like, I've been in her nine months. What have you been in her long, like, couple minutes at most? <laughs> Half a dozen times? Maybe a baker's dozen. But that's the thing, like, maybe the fourth husband. Uh, I'll get to it. It better not be like Jerry or something like that. It's gotta be like a, like a Denzel. <laughs> I would call him dad from day one, for sure. <laughs>
Um, I do have a twin sister. Um, people will always say like, whoa, I bet she got all the looks. And I'm like, shut up, dad. <laughs> but she did get all the looks, I will say that. But joke's on her, I got all the tits. <laughs> so there's that. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Uh, you guys into some music? Yeah. Woo. Who hates music? <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to music lately, and it's it's weird because there's like certain songs that aren't getting the like you know the Me Too movement that I feel like it should be getting. There's a lot of rap songs and dance songs that are just getting like passed over. Which is weird, like that one song by David Guetta, Guetta. His name should be David Guetta, different name. <laughs> but I feel like uh, that one song, uh, what was it? Uh, Damn, use a sexy bitch. We don't need to be telling women this in 2019. Like, how about we have something like more positive? Like, damn, you've got a sexy personality. <laughs> Damn, you's got a sexy 401k. Damn, you's a sexy CEO. Like we, these are the possibilities are endless, guys. Ladies, is that just as like cool to dance to, or are you wanting to be called a sexy bitch? I feel like it's weird too because he's like, out of all the words that I could think of to describe you, without being disrespectful is damn you's a sexy bitch. <laughs> that, he, that guy needs a second redraft. Like, he needs to think about it just a little bit more. What other songs are... You guys listen to Young Dolph? Any you guys into some <laughs> deep cup rap? <laughs> there's, a, there's a lyric with Young, young Dolph, and uh, maybe this is a telling uh, sign of why he's called Young Dolph. There's a line in one of his rap songs that's, I don't mean to brag, but I'm the shit. I got head when I was six. <laughs> now, first of all, six don't rhyme with head. <laughs> or shit. Nope, 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 nope. Second of all, problematic as fuck, right? Come on now. Who's blowing these six-year-old dudes? They're not even dudes yet. They're children. I wouldn't be bragging if that happened to me. I'd be tattling at six. I'd be like, Mom, Sarah's trying to put her mouth on my wiener. That's what I would be saying at six. Not like, yeah, I got hit. Who's also going through puberty at six? How did he even get it up? These are questions that you can't ask, like young Dolph. I can't be like, hey, young, what's up? This is weird. But also, if it was like Cardi B, we would definitely be like killing some guys, right? She's going, she's getting head when she was six. Like, nope. Mm -mm. Okay, no more songs. <laughs> what else should we talk about? Um, okay. Um, I used to have a shitty job. Anybody else had a shitty job? Yeah. The worst part about it was um, that my boss would micromanage me, and she would say things like, you know, just constant 
do this, do that, blah, 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 whatever. And then, like, I ended up getting fired because I watched her get hit by a forklift. <laughs> and um, HR says that if you watch a supervisor get hit by a forklift and you don't do anything about it, you're not a team player. <laughs> but I will say... I feel like I was a team player at least a little bit because when I saw her get hit, I was yelling out, <laughs> She was a bitch. <laughs> and I hate to say it, but uh, she did not make it. <laughs> and then... Uh, that was the best day ever. That was <laughs> like I don't care if I got fired. That's like wow, she's no longer around. Great. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, let's end it on that, guys. Give it up for your host and yourselves. Thank you, guys, for sticking around. Thanks, Daryl. Man, give it up for Daryl. Okay. Let's get into this one. Right off the bat, obviously, uh, I got brought up with uh, the Sex in the City podcast. I have a little bit about that. Sometimes that bit goes well. Sometimes it doesn't. I don't know. Some I don't really actually do it. I don't really tell a lot of people like, hey, bring me up with this credit You know that I do with Sex in the City podcast. A lot of times, like hosts, and in this case, too, Jeremiah kind of just brought it up and then i was like well i almost kind of play it by ear like in those instances where it's like if they bring it up i'll go into this bit if they don't i'll i'll start with something else but uh yeah i feel like it kind of went over uh decently um that was a true episode uh charlotte did take antidepressants for her vagina and then i even said it on the podcast itself I want to say it's the Garrett Ulrich episode. I could be wrong. Anyway, uh, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Who's taking, you know, who's taking antidepressants for their uh, penis? Not me. My dick's never been depressed a day in its life. It's always been ready to go like, let's hang out. Let's have fun. Let's do something that's not sad and boring. So, yeah, anyway. That leads in, obviously, to the dating. The dating bits have been going pretty well. That's a pretty good meet. Uh, I've been uh, doing a few of those jokes for quite a few times, and if you've been listening to this podcast, you would definitely know a few of those bits, too. I want to say uh, the uh, uh, helping her move bit, that's been around for a while, and uh, the ex-girlfriend with the... Uh, sleep apnea mask that's been kind of around for a little bit i don't know if i've played that on this episode or this podcast before but yeah that's another true bit uh she loved having sex in the morning and she would like to have uh, her sleep apnea mask on while it was going down and at first it was like yeah i'm into that sexy darth vader but then uh, eventually i was like eh, can you take the mask off i kind of want to see your face <laughs> I know, call me queer, call me a fag, but I like uh, looking into uh, women's eyes when I'm inside them. Yep, call me crazy. Anyway, uh, moving on to what other bits? Then it goes into the gout bit. That's kind of a new premise. 
Because obviously, yeah, gout has been a pretty new thing in my life recently. Uh, I just found out that I had it a couple of times. Um, I've had outbreaks, and I thought I actually sprained my foot. And then it just turns out like, no, I've just been eating shit my whole life. And I'm about to die because I have too much of this stupid enzyme building up in my joints. But yeah, with medication and with obviously curbing certain foods, it's not that been that bad. But uh, the the part where uh, I talked to my doctor about uh, what should I do to uh, you know help this thing, and they literally said they almost wrote this joke for me. Uh, the doctor that I went to see. Uh, her name was Dr. Um, Zara Patel Nyan Nanpujwar, Nan something. It was like Nanpujwar. Uh, you know, she was a Caucasian girl from uh, Yorba Linda. <laughs> nah, she was uh, Indian. Very cute, I might add. But regardless, uh, she was um, the rheumatologist that I saw, and she was like, yeah, stop eating for fun. You need to just, anything that tastes good, tastes like you're having fun, stop eating that. <laughs> and yeah, that was pretty much the bit. And I was like, wow, you need to be a stand-up. Like, you missed your calling. I'm going to steal that and make it my own. Uh, thank you, doctor. But also, thank you also for saving my life. <laughs> and then that goes into the Disney bits, which were obviously, yeah, if you guys have been listening for a while, those have been, um, it's kind of like a newer segment mixed with an older segment mixed with a lot of uh, little, little addition to the, uh, the um, Geppetto bit, you know, with the whole uh, commentary on how weird and fucking crazy that whole premise is to begin with. That movie's never being made. I'll say it again. It's fucking problematic as fuck. We're not having old men wish for young boys in this world. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. And I do like the uh, the Eeyore bit. You know, jerking off in the costume. I'll again say that's a true bit. That's real. Some guy in my uh, that was a double of mine did uh, come up to me and was telling me how many times uh, he jerked off in the costume today. And I was like, uh, that's weird. I'm glad I'm, we're not sharing the same costume. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there was a lot of weird, crazy things that happened at that uh, job. So, moving on to other bits, we got the uh, phrases. Um, no, I think those kind of worked. Obviously, the ice cream uh, shit where you eat bit kind of always works. Uh, I've been doing that for a little bit. Um, I want to say I really kind of just started doing this uh, premise of like rehashing this idea of, and if you really guys want to listen to the first idea or iteration of this bit you got to go back to episode one way back when and i'd start talking about this idea of like you know the idea of being nervous and uh people saying like you know the way to get rid of those nerves is to picture everybody naked and i've thought about this and i want to almost like start incorporating this idea too is the idea of like whoever thought of this was probably somebody's like creepy uncle who's been pushing this idea on them and this family forever. 
like any type of like <laughs> situation where it calls for like you know some out of the box thinking like the the uncle's always like hey hey guys hey you know what you should do you should picture him naked yeah and it's like god uncle jerry shut the fuck up like that's your excuse or that's your answer to everything like we're trying to like think about him making a speech to his alumni federation and you're saying, oh, picture everybody in the alumni uh, naked? Weird. You're gross, Uncle fucking Jerry. God. But that's the thing. I hate that phrase. I hate that idea of, like, you know what would help your anxiety with being on stage is getting a boner. That's what you need to do. Because that's what I would do if I was really honestly, like, thinking about everybody in this audience naked i would definitely be like pitching wood i don't know about anybody else but that's me anyway phrases this shit kind of goes well i don't know i like going back i just remembered this when i was talking about the dating there was a woman from the audience that said that she was going to steal this joke and it was the whole joke about online dating and just wanting to be honest like wanting to see like a woman honestly like posting on like their like (laughs) dating profile of them like sitting on a running lawnmower and this is a tag that i've kind of like updated since this recording but i was thinking like what if she was sitting on a lawn riding lawnmower and she's just like i'm looking for somebody to take over this lease and also for somebody to agree that brenda's a bitch from hr so I don't know if that would help, you know, the taking the least part. But I do want to see a girl on a riding lawnmower. That's no joke. I would totally fucking date that girl if she was on a riding lawnmower, especially in Long Beach, because uh, there's not a lot of lawns that would uh, constitute a riding lawnmower. Anyway, I do like, though, when jokes want to get stolen. I was like, yeah, you can steal that, woman. I want to see that. I want to start propagating my jokes into everyday life. I want people to start going, yep, that was a Daryl Williams fit. I I took it from a comedian. And then that one joke made her find her true love. That would be amazing. Please, if you're listening and you are that woman that stole my joke and you found love from it, give me a holler. I want to officiate the wedding, please. Anyway, going back to the set, I just remembered that, and I was like, wow, that that kind of tickled me. Anyway, hot mom after the phrases. Yeah, the mom jokes have been working a little bit. I do like, here's the one thing that I wish I did instead, is that like after I did the hot mom and the third marriage jokes with the Larry and the Billy, Larry and Gary... I wish I went into this bit that I've been doing for a little bit, which is the uh, sorry board game bit where I don't think I've ever been sorry ever playing that game. Every single time I've landed on a piece, I've been like, fuck you, bitch. I've never actually landed and went like, oh, man, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about doing the one thing I hate about doing this thing, what we have to do in this game. No, I've always been like, yeah, you're losing tonight, Gary. Fuck 
you. But that's the thing. I didn't do that. And in retrospect, I was like, man, I wish I didn't. I wish I did that bit because that bit's normally been working. And it kind of like I like it following, you know, building up my mom and the, and the marriage and all that shit. Twin sister. Eh, could have stayed out. I don't know. It's all right. It's not great. The music part, though, that's probably the slowest or the lowest part of this set. And I want to say, I hate to say it, but I, I I don't know what it is. But I think the David Guetta part works a little bit. Sometimes it's been working. Sometimes it hasn't. I think that's just the audience and the luck of the draw when it comes to sometimes these certain bits. Because, like, I don't know what it is. But sometimes they're with me. Sometimes they're not. The Young Dolph thing, I think it, it just cuts a little too true. Cuts a little too close to home. I don't know. Not close to home, but it just... I don't know how many times people want to laugh about like pedophile jokes and shit like that, but it is. I'll play you this clip. Here is the clip of the young Dolph lyric, and you can tell me is it problematic? I don't know. I just smash, I don't kiss. Hit the gas, I'm in the wind. Hate to brag, but I'm the shit. Got some hair when I was six. I threw 30 in magic. Do that make me a trick. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's like fucking problematic. Maybe it's just rap. Maybe we're just like not worried about it because it's mostly like incoherent words that we can't even think about. But maybe the most egregious thing that he said is that he owns a lake house that he can't even fish at. I don't understand that either. Young Dolph, you have a lot of priorities that you need to rearrange and make a little better. I'm not trying to say anything. I'm not trying to judge. I at least think you should own a fishing pole if you're going to own a house by a lake. Anyway, uh, I guess we'll move on to the last bitch was the shitty job. Uh, yeah, that was a good bit too. Definitely kind of true. Saw my boss get hit by a forklift. Pretty much did nothing about it. Later on got fired for it. Kind of, uh, you know, is what it is. I think they wanted to fire me for a lot of other reasons, too. wasn't just that, but, uh, you know, that was a good excuse nonetheless. Anyway, joke's on them, literally, because I made it into a joke, which is going to get me paid in the near future, assuming that everything goes completely as to plan. And I do mean, you know, I'm selling myself to the devil type of, like, plan. So, what should I have done differently? Probably should have done the music stuff. Probably should have realized the room wasn't going well with the music stuff. Should have changed that shit up. I just realized, too, like, that I have did 20 minutes, and then I actually still have, like, tons of stuff that I could have done instead. It makes me think, like, oh, wow, like, I wasn't, like... You know, like, you always think in retrospect, like, oh, man, I should have done this, I should have done that. And if you can think that, then at least you have enough material to be like, oh, wow, I should have done that material instead. And instead of, like, being like, whoa, I did everything that I could have done, and half of it didn't work. <laughs> at least, like, I understand, like, some of my bits probably didn't work as well as I would have hoped, but... If I did replace them with other things, like, who knows? It could have gone that much more better. Who knows? Could have gone into a little bit of the Marvin the Martian shit. Could have gone into 
couple of other dating things. I don't know. It's always the beauty of comedy. That's what it is. It's always a hit and miss type of situation. You go play the odds. You play with what you think is going to work. And then you go just hope from there that the audience is with you. And I feel like for the most part, the audience was with me. So on that note, guys, let's wrap this bitch up. All right, I want to thank everybody for tuning into this episode, episode 90 of This Comics Life. It's almost been, it's pretty much been three years, man, guys. Oh, man, it's been a journey thus far. But so much more to talk about, so much more comedy to share. Guys, write me at thiscomicslifepod at gmail.com or hit me up on thiscomicslife at Instagram. And let me know if you want to hear more guests, if you want to hear more episodes like this, you know, just a combination of both. Do you want more pitch, please? All that shit. I would love to hear your, uh, you know, comments, concerns, outreaches, love letters, you know, confessions to murdering people that you uh, hated in your life. Uh, Please let me know so I can tell the authorities. (laughs) anyway guys please hit me up if you want to uh you know chime in let me know that you're listening pretty much spread the word as well and on that note there's gonna be a lot more this comics life hopefully in the near future guys i don't want to be this long in between episodes so keep me motivated keep me going i do it all for you also tune into you're such a Sex in the City podcast. We're wrapping up that shit, too. All right. On that note, you have been listening to... Yeah.